ספר דף כ' עמוד א', Women Learning Torah, כאילו מלמדה תפלות. The piece that we learned today I'm very excited about because I've found for, for a makor, for something that I've been teaching for years and years and years, and I've never found a makor for it, although to me it's been like, it's been like almost obvious. Uh, and that is in the often quoted and misunderstood comment of Chazal, that כל המלמד את ביתו תורה, anybody who teaches his daughter Torah, כאילו לומדה תפלות, is as if he's teaching her, according to the Rambam, vanity, nothingness, according to, uh, to others, it's uh, Avera, you, you're causing her to sin, uh, seeming to be very clear on the fact that women shouldn't learn Torah, and that's certainly been a, a long-held view, and we've got to understand it. But the important thing is to understand it in, in context, and we've often talked about the importance of, of understanding in context, and that's a statement that lots and lots of people know, You'll hear it quoted all over the place. But the context, what is, what is the context of it? How can you understand it without the context? And this is one of those many shirim that we've had, particularly recently, where I just feel this terrible sadness for people who won't know this. The, 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 what we learn today is not something that's well known. And yet it's vital to understand in, for, in a modern society of B'nai Torah and B'not Torah. Uh, the, the, the whole approach is so vital to understand. So please share the link generously uh, so that people get to, to hear it and, and understand it. Uh, so it starts with the Posuk, We say that in the Kriyashma twice, three times every day, uh, that you should teach this to your sons, and to, to talk in Torah and learn in Torah. This statement that anybody who teaches their daughter Torah is as if he's teaching them Tiflut, we have in our Mishnah. It, it, this is not just a, a, a piece of folklore, it's a statement of, uh, of the Mishnah, it's Rabbi Lozer who says, who says it in, in our Mishnah. Uh, but what we need to understand is its context amidst contrary views. Um, also also in, the, in our Mishnah, for example, one of them also in our Mishnah. The one is the view of Ben Azai who says, Exactly the opposite. Ben Azai says, you've got to teach your daughter Torah. So at least that to get there, as, we, as we've always talked about, the importance in halakha is to see the spectrum, not just to know this is the halakha, this is the, then it gets very black and white and very binary, and we get very rigid and fundamentalist. We, we need to understand the context and the spectrum of halakha so that we understand its full application. And the context here is the view of Ben Azai that is opposite. Chayav adam lelamedet bitotra, and he learns it from our Mishnah in Sota. And the other is the, is the Gemara in Chagiga, which we actually have a, a matmonim on back in February last year, on Chagiga Daf Gimel, where Rabbi Yochan ben Broike and Rabbi Loza ben Chasma went to visit with Rabbi Yeshua in Pakin, which is here in the Galil. And they, he said to them, what chidush has there been in the Beis Hamedrash today? And they said, you know, we're not coming here to bring you chidushim. We've come to visit you to hear chidushim, to hear new ideas. He says, nevertheless, you can't have a Beis Hamedrash where there are no new ideas. It's not possible that you were learning today in the Beis Hamedrash and some new ideas didn't emerge. What came out? So they said it was, he said, who's Shabbos? Who was giving the shir today? They said, Rabbi Loza ben Azariah. What did he say? He was learning Parshas Hakel, the mitzvah of, of coming to, together, the king in Yerushalayim, the king reads from the Sefer Torah, my Torah, what did he teach in that Parsha? Hakel, it says in the Torah, get the men, the women, and the babies to come to the Beis Amikdash to hear the Torah. And I understand the men come to hear the Torah so that they can learn. The women come to hear. 
Why do the babies come? And the Gemara says, And he gets very excited, Rabbi Yeshua, and, and says, you had this precious pill and you didn't want to share it with me. But what we see from here is, Nashim ba'ot there's an assumption that the women come lishmoa, different from lilmod. And the, the Yerushalmi says on our Gemara, just in the piece above this, the quote from Chagiga, Uven azai delok rabeloza ben azaria. And, and this Ben Azai, who says, Chayav Adam Lelamedit Bitor Torah, is not like Rabbi Loza Ben Azariah, who taught that Nashim Ba'ot Lishmoa, but not Lilmod. And back in Chagiga Daf Gimel, I spoke about a male and a female energy in learning, different approaches to learning. And I said at that time, the way men learn today mostly is like, is like women's learning. It's Lishma, they listen, they hear, they, they read the art scroll, they get all the, the sources, this one says this, this one says this, this one says that. It's women learning, it's feminine learning. That women should learn as well, Lishma, that's to listen to Torah. There's no reason why women shouldn't be bikin, they can know the whole of Shas. Lishma, but Lilmoid, to learn Torah, to learn how to be mechadish, how to extrapolate new thinking and new ideas from Torah, that's a male activity. It doesn't mean women can't do it. It means it's a masculine form of learning. And, and that's how we explain the difference of explain this Gemara back in Chagiga. But we'll, t- we'll go a little further today. Um, Tosfus in Chagiga and our Tosfus, which appears on Dafkaf Aleph, although it belongs here on Dafkaf, also says Rabbi Loza ben Azaria learns that Nashim come to listen, not to learn. A clear distinction between learning, which implies this, which Rabbi Loza says here, Komalamed Bitor Torah, is talking about teaching them to learn, teaching them lomdas, teaching them exosachoshim. That's what, that's what you don't teach to women. But Lishma, but to know the Torah, certainly you do. Um, if that's the case, that that and we if we paskin like not not like not like here, not like Ben here, but like Rabbi Yerozer, Kolam Dati Flut. Why does our Mishnah say that if a sotai has schut and it's the schut of Torah, she's got the schut of learning, she can postpone her death? So she can drink from the water and it can take years before she dies. What's the Schut Torah? So the Pnei Moshe says on the, on the Yerushalmi, it's that she helps her children and her husband to learn Torah. She supports them, she helps them, she, make, she facilitates the learning of Torah. But from the Rambam we see that's not how the Rambam understands it. So the Rambam is clearly saying, the Rambam says, this sota, even though she's not mechuyevet, she's not obligated to learn Torah, if she did learn Torah, that learning could help her delay the ill effects of the sota, of the sota water. So the Rambam is clearly learning that this is real Talmud Torah. This is not just helping the children, helping the husband, because that she is mitzvah to do, that she has to do. So when the Rambam says, even though she's not mitzvah, she's not obligated, the Rambam's talking about real Talmud Torah, and says, but if she did learn, then that, that learning, the schut of the learning, will, will support her and help her in a situation of, of, of sota. And that ties in with the Rambam's view, which we'll see in the Shulchan Aruch as well, right? In the next piece, the Shulchan Aruch quotes the Rambam word for word. If a woman chooses to learn Torah, she gets reward for it. She doesn't get the same reward as a man because she's not obligated to. A voluntary action doesn't get the same benefits as a, as a That's the only difference, but she's welcome to learn. 
even though she has reward from this, the Torah still said, don't teach your daughters Torah. Now we'll understand that in a moment because that seems to be contradictory. Because most women don't really, aren't dedicated to, to learning. And with, to their ability, they draw conclusions from the Torah which are not accurate and are not deep enough. And therefore, and so on. Uh, says the Chofetz Chaim on the next page in the Likute Halachot. The Chofetz Chaim has a note at the bottom of the Likute Halachot where he says that was all in their times where women were brought up by their parents. And their parents were people with a Masoira. And women learned from their mothers and fathers how to, how to live a Jewish life. But now that the girls go to school and they learn other things in any case and they're not being brought up at home and sometimes the parents themselves... Don't, don't understand the Messiah sufficiently to be able to pass it on to the girls. Of course the girls have to be taught, but he says what they need to be taught is Musar and Pirkeovis and Menorah Samor. He doesn't suggest that they learn Ktesachoshin and Bovabas and Bovmatsiya, Bovakama. They don't, that, that's not what, what he's, the, the Chofetz Chaim is suggesting, but he's already saying that today things are different. That, that whereas then there wasn't a need or even a desire to teach the women academic Torah, you wanted to teach the, the girls by living in their parents' home. They were living with B'nai Torah, they were living with Tamid Chachomim, they were living with, with Sitkaniyot, with righteous women. That's where they picked up their Torah from and absorbed it into their beings. So it was integrated, not an academic pursuit of, of, of Talmud Torah. But now they have to learn certain things, says the, the Chofetz Chaim. But the Taz in Yoradeh goes further. And says, um, They can learn Bikius. They can learn Dafyomi. There's nothing wrong with that. They can learn as much as they want to learn. Just not the Lomdis. That's not suited for, for women, says the Taz. So different from the Chofetz Chaim. Chofetz Chaim says they should learn Musr and, and Tanakh and things like that. The Taz says they can learn whatever they want. But, but Derek Shmir, this ties more into our, into our shir on, on Chagiga Dav Gimel, that there's a male and a female way of learning. And, and the female way of learning is the way most people learn today, which is because just knowing what's there, knowing the cheetahs, knowing the views, but without, without learning how to extrapolate and how to go deep and how to be mechadish new ideas and apply them in the world, that, they, that, that they're not learning. The kind of things that we try and do in our, in our matmonim learning um, is, is different. Although there are many, many women who are learning matmonim and enjoying matmonim. So we need to understand, is that allowed? Is that a good thing? Is that not a good thing? Uh, and, and therefore we need to come to the next piece. There is a magnificent Torah to Mima. Where the Torah to Mima says in Pashas Ekev, on, this, on the Posuk that we learned, he, said, he asks another contradiction. It's not just that we've got Ben Isa and Rabbi Lozer who disagree with each other, uh, uh, who disagree with each other. We've also got the Gemara that says that the Mishnah that says that that women have Bina Yaseira, they have extra intelligence. And he says, this is the Torah to me, but that's a little contradictory. There's extra intelligence, but they can't learn Torah. Why not? They're better than men. Surely they should be able to learn Torah. And he comes up with an incredible idea. And he says this applies not only to women, but to men also who have strong intuitive understanding. And that is you tend to go to the conclusion directly without the process of analysis. The, the, the intuition, the intuitive understanding is so sharp 
that the, the, as soon as you learn a piece of Torah, you, you're already working it out and it, what it means to you. And then you're tied to a particular interpretation which has struck you at first sight. And women are particularly good with an intuitive understanding. They get it. But that getting it makes it very difficult for them then to go through the whole process of analysis and does it mean this or does it mean that? And we've got a Gomorrah here and we've got a Gomorrah there. And women will often say when they're learning Gomorrah, what do you, it's so obvious, why are you going through all this? And there's a Machlokes, a Rif and Ramban, why? What's, what's the Machlokes about? It's so obvious what the answer is and you'll say, you're actually right, that's how the Gomorrah concludes. So this is what are you guys spending all the time on? Um, so that process of learning is something that women often find it difficult to, to, to engage in because their clarity of intuitive understanding is so great. And the Torah Tumimah says you've got to be careful, even, even men who have a good and a quick intuitive understanding of things have to be very careful that they allow themselves to, to explore the Gemara without jumping to that intuitive conclusion. I often tell the, the story of when I had the, the most, one of the most important privileges of my life was to learn Chavrusa with uh, Rebellion Mishkovsky, my Rosh Hashiva in, in, in Kfar Hasidim, a Talmud of Reb Shimon Shkop, and we used to prepare his shir clearly together. The main one, weekly shir he was going to give. And, uh, and, and by the time we prepared, he'd already taught it in the, in the daf shir. Every day he used to give a shir. He already taught the Gemara. This was the, probably the 10th time he'd, He'd learned that Gemara and taught the Gemara. And we would learn the Gemara and the Rashi and the Tosas. I remember Bovabasur and Rashbam. We would learn it like a Cheda chart. What do you think this means? Could it mean that? Could it mean this? Could it mean that? And just explore it with a childlike curiosity. It's very difficult to do that when you're jumping to an intuitive conclusion before you've even gone through that process. And the process of Limud Torah is that process. The process of Limud Torah is not jumping to the right conclusion. That's not Limud Torah to know the halacha. That's not Limud Torah. Limud Torah is to go through the childlike curiosity of evolving it and watching the halacha emerge from the psukim, from the Mishnah, through the Gemara, the Rishonim, the Akraim, and watching it all emerge through the Shaklevatari and the asking the questions and the asking the questions and the Tzorich Iyuns, the thing you have a question and you can't even answer and you leave it with the Tzorich Iyun and the Tosus, which, which aligns a sugi with another sugi somewhere in Shas. And how does that work? That's the process of getting close to the Rebbeinu Shalom through Limut Torah. Uh, and that's hard when you are quick at the intuitive answer. And that's what women are good at. And therefore, it says the Torah to Mibbe, that's what it's about. The Torah to Mibbe then goes on to bring a person who we know very little about. Even the Torah to Mibbe says he knows very little about him. A, a, a person wrote a sefer called Me'en Ganim. Reb Shmuel Berebelchonen Yaakov Harekvalti. He's a Parisian Kabbalist from the 17th century. We know very little about him. And it, it says, he says himself, I didn't know much about this person who's come out with this new Svorah without any, without any basis. So he's a bit critical of him. But what does he say? Says the Me'en Ganim, that if you look at the... Um, the, the difference here is all that Gomorrah tells us here is the issue is to teach your daughter Torah. That means to compel her to learn. What do you do with a 10-year-old boy? You put him in cheder. 
with a six-year-old boy, a seven-year-old boy, you put them in cheder. And, and after that, you put them in yeshiva katana, and then you put them in yeshiva gedolah, and they say, I don't want to, I want to go and play games. And so you say, tough luck. Until you've learned a certain amount of learning, this is what you do. After you've learned for a certain number of years, you can go and you can play and you can study math and you can do the English literature and art, do what you want. But you've got to first learn. So we put a child through that learning during a time when he's able to absorb that learning. You don't do that to a woman. Says the the main ganim yudah when they're small to take a young girl who doesn't want to learn she wants to play with her dolls she wants to play with her friends she wants to stay at home with her mother you don't say no you've got to go to school that you don't do with a girl but if she wants to says the the main ganim what a wonderful thing those are unbelievable women. Women who choose to learn. Women who want to listen to the matmonim. Women who want to learn in some level of depth. It's a wonderful thing. All we're told to do. So he's going further. Not like the Chovetz Chaim who says you can teach them Musar, but not, but not Gomorrah. Not like the Taz who says you can teach them Gomorrah, but Bekias and Yedias, not Lomdas. He goes differently, says you can teach them anything they want to learn. Just don't force it on them. Whereas for a boy, you need to force it for a time. That's the... Um, but the, the um, Tzitura Tamima ends saying, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't push him aside. He just says, I don't know who this person is. But he does say that Tzitura Yom Tov quotes him in, uh, in, in Masech the Tamid and talks of him as somebody who understands Hebrew language and diktuk, so he seems to be somebody reliable. What I find was quite amazing was the Alei Tamar. Alei Tamar is by the Bisocha, uh, Tamar, originally Temer, who was a Polish rov, who was a rov in Tel Aviv and died in 1982. Uh, his later life, he was in Tel Aviv. And he wrote a sefer called Alei Tamar on the Yerushalmi, and he says, he's right, this main ganim is right, because all you have to do is look at the Loshon of the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch. The Rambam says very clearly that you can't, uh, even though that you can't, um, even though she doesn't get schar, because she's not the same level of schar, but, but she gets some schar. The whole thing is to force her to learn when she doesn't want to learn. Uh, and that's how I've always understood the statement. Anybody who forces, who forces his child, his melamed, his daughter, Torah, she doesn't want to learn. That's kilu melam tiflus. That's not going to go to a good place. But if a girl wants to learn, if a woman wants to learn, matov, what a wonderful thing she should learn as much as she wants to learn. Uh, and so there's, there's nothing wrong with that. So we've got the Torah to Mimas in the modern approach. We've got the Torah to Mima who says there's a problem because women are so good at an intuitive understanding that it interferes with their intellectual understanding. And we've got the um, the, the Torah to Mima then who brings them, the Ein Ganim, supported by the Ali Temer, that no, this is only about forcing a woman to, uh, to learn, particularly when she's very young, but to encourage a woman who wants to learn and enable her to learn Torah, that's certainly something which I can do and in fact should do.